When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Well, here we are. It's Monday, so you know what that means. We're going to be talking about some reactions from around the league, but more specifically, we're going to talk about a team we cover a lot on this channel, the New England Patriots. We're going to talk about this Mike Vrabel. I guess Robert Kraft, lack of a better way of putting it, wet dream that he's hoping he can put together for the New England Patriots. At least that's the big rumor from Ben Volan over, uh, I believe, at the Boston Journal. But um, interesting because Mike Vrabel has got a choice on his hands right now in Tennessee involving Will Levis, who I don't know if you guys watched. He didn't throw four touchdowns versus the Steelers. But I will tell you this, especially in the first half, he was under constant fire, and he still went like 12 for 17 for like 160. It's pretty obvious. Just visually, Will Levis most likely can play quarterback in the NFL. But Vrabel's about to piss his own fan base off because it looks like he's not... There's a real chance he may not start Levis going forward, but let's talk about the Patriots real fast far as actually what happened yesterday because, I mean, uh, uh, today Mac Jones has taken a lot of blame, and while he didn't look great, there's Jalen Rigger right there dropping a 50-yard bomb that would have set him up at bare minimum to tie the game and possibly win the game against the Commanders. It was a terrible loss against a bad team at home. I texted John yesterday, and I said, hell, Belichick may not make it overnight. And he may end up getting let go overnight after this. And then you got then you got this one down here that also Mac Jones got blamed for. I'm still not un- quite understanding that. There's just no way in hell that ball needs to be caught. Uh, there's no other way to look at it. That ball has got to be caught. It's right in your hands, both of your hands. Uh, so there's two big major passes. That one got tipped. Into a commander's hand. I mean, right there. And, of course, Mac Jones get bl- gets blamed for the interception. It, it Look, it wasn't the greatest pass in the world, but your receiver, if they're worth a shit, they have to catch that ball. There's just no other way around it. If you get two, what is the saying? If you get two hands on it, you got to catch it. So that leads us here. That leads us here because... Uh, look, I, I think ultimately it's Boston Globe, by the way, not uh, Boston Journal. Um, but I think that leads us over to talking about the the Patriots, what comes next, what happens. I did think there was a shot overnight. Maybe Robert Kraft would get so angry over a loss to a bad team at home that he would pull the plug. But I think the more likely scenario is he makes it through the year, and I'm talking about Belichick. And some of this may have to do with with this, if he can get who he wants to have come in and replace. Um, 
because evidently Robert Kraft, and he may have laid some foundation for this at the uh, Patriots Hall of Fame ceremony involving Mike Vrabel, who, of course, played for Bill Belichick for many years, is now the Titans coach. Uh, he may have laid some groundwork for this, which is kind of odd because I thought the groundwork was being laid for Gerard Mayo. So I'm starting to wonder, is there some just pure chaos going on there in New England behind the scenes? According to the Boston Globe's Ben Volum, Vrabel, now the head coach of the Titans, is the Patriots owner Robert Kraft's home run choice to succeed Belichick in if the Pats decide to move on from their longtime leader. According to Boland, quote, barring a miracle turnaround, it seems increasingly likely that this, this season is Belichick's last in Foxborough. The Patriots are two and seven, last in the AFC. The legendary coach is 27 and 32 since Tom Brady left prior to 2020. A couple of weeks ago, we learned Belichick and the Patriots quietly agreed to a lucrative multi-year deal. None of that means anything. Okay. That doesn't, I, I said, I did a video on that when that came out almost immediately. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, Mark Davis, who certainly doesn't have the kind of money that, that Robert Kraft has, is paying $85 million to Josh McDaniels and Josh McDaniels coaches for them not to be there anymore. Do you think Rob, Robert Kraft's going to care? No, no. The Patriots are a money-making machine. Kraft is fil filthy rich. If Belichick doesn't deliver the results he expects, don't underestimate the possibility that Kraft will make the call to let him go regardless of how much cash is tied up. That could mean an opportunity for Vrabel to make his return. There he is right there at the ceremony. A former Patriots linebacker, Vrabel played for Belichick from 2001 to 2008. He's never coached under him, though, so he's not technically under the tree, but... Personally speaking, I kind of feel like he is under the tree. Uh, Vrabel is 51-38 and 38 as the Titans coach, but after back-to-back -back disappointing seasons, he's rumored to be on the hot seat. If I was Tennessee, I would not do that. I like Mike Vrabel. I do. Uh, still, Vrabel signed a contract extension, yada, yada. Well, this leads us to even uh, more that uh, Florio laid out yesterday. Um. This is the dream scenario, okay? And it came from Ben Bowen, too, in that article. He's entered the team's Hall of Fame last month. He's beloved by fans. He's respected by Belichick. He could be the perfect bridge from the Patriot way to the Vrabel's way, which worked in Tennessee despite some less-than-ideal personnel decisions on that front. Well, here's one right here, and I will give Mike Vrabel plenty of credit. He was furious he was furious when John Robinson traded away A.J. Brown. So, and everybody remembers him famously getting up, walking away, obviously and visually pissed that they just traded their best offensive weapon for which they have not recovered. A.J. Brown has got 2,501 yards since leaving the Titans and 17 touchdowns. So at least the one thing you can say is, at least Vrabel understands the importance of having an actual real number one weapon at wide receiver. And yeah, A.J. Brown's a top three receiver in the league, and their offense has not been the same since moving on. So this is the interesting part. 
Earlier this week, Ben Bowen of the Boston Globe identified a dream scenario for 2024 of Vrabel as head coach, Gerard Mayo as defensive coordinator, and Josh McDaniels as offensive coordinator. So it's like, let's get the band back together, but let's have a new lead singer. That's that's what's interesting because I know a lot of Patriots fans are actually wanting to completely sever all ties from Bill Belichick. And that includes Mayo, and that includes Josh McDaniels, and that includes Mike Vrabel to a large extent. Now, Vrabel's about to piss his own fan base off. I can tell you right now, and after watching the game the other night, I can't believe I'm even hearing this. Mike Vrabel appears to be on the verge of angering his own Tennessee Titans fan base. This is crazy. Vrabel spoke with the media on Friday after Thursday night's game and after playing both Levis and Malik Willis in Tannehill's extended absence, you would tend to believe that Vrabel will go with his guy the rest of the way as soon as Tannehill is healthy. Right now, Tannehill may be the better player, but this would be a disservice to Will Levis to not let them see what he's capable of. I think the kid can play. And I'm floored by the idea that he is even playing with the idea of putting of putting Tannehill back in. Keep in mind, Josh McDaniels just got canned because he wanted to play Brian Hoyer over the rookie, Aiden O'Connell. That was part of his canning and his demise. Levis may be a boom or bust pick in the second round, but his obvious upside cannot be ignored. The kid can flat sling it. He can flat sling it downfield. He's mobile. He's got an arm. He just looks the part as a franchise quarterback. I mean, it's crazy. Biggest takeaway from Mike Rabel's press conference today, he is significantly less enthusiastic and more critical about the play of Will Levis than the fan base and media. Seems feasible the Titans could go back to Ryan Tannehill in Tampa or whenever he's healthy. I mean, I I see that, and if I'm a Patriots fan, that in itself would sort of worry me that, 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 and, and again, I've watched Levis play both games. He was under constant fire from the Steelers in that game, constant. They were in the backfield continuously, and he was still standing up and slinging it all over the place. He's throwing 20 yards passes. He threw one down down from his own end zone where it looked like he was an F duck down there. And he threw one like 23 yards for a first down when it looked like there was no prayer of a first down. I cannot imagine. I mean, Ryan Tannehill looks like a shell of himself. He looks like Jimmy Garoppolo right now. Uh, you know, I mean, he just does. And it's obvious the fan base is fired up and maybe Mike Vrabel wants to get let go out of Tennessee. I don't know. Now, I want to point this out. All right. Um, I don't hate Vrabel as a head coach. In fact, I like him. I'm I'm not sure if I was a Patriots fan that I would hate the idea of Vrabel being my coach. Uh, but I tell you what I wouldn't do. They're going to he's under contract with the Titans, which means you got to trade for him. If the Patriots have a top five pick in the NFL draft with a weapon like Marvin Harrison Jr. or one of these quarterbacks staring at you, 
There's not a chance in hell you can trade that top five number one pick or a top ten number one pick or, in my opinion, even a top 20 uh, uh, number one pick in or first-round pick in the draft. You can't make that trade for a coach. You can't do it. Not even right Vrabel. You better have a lot of rings, and even then I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, if you're willing to take a three for Vrabel, yeah, compensatory, you know what I mean. I mean, a three, maybe a three and a six or something like Sure, we'll make the we'll make the trade. But a first? No. And a high, high first like next year's pick's going to be? Not a chance. I'm finding a different head coach. That's all there is to that. I'm not giving up. I mean, look, let's say they, for whatever reason, they decide to keep Mac Jones and not draft a quarterback, which could be a disaster. You've got to take, like, Marvin Harrison Jr. as a weapon at wide receiver. You just got to. You had opportunities to draft guys in the first round this year. You didn't do it. You got to. And I think that's why Belichick can't be allowed with this draft. By the way, they'd like to get Nick Casario back from Houston as their GM. That's also a dream scenario that Bob Kraft's got. But whether or not he's going to agree to do it, you know, Casario just grand slammed it. And we're seeing that with C.J. Stroud after navigating that crazy Deshaun Watson crap. Jesus. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.